Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that brings you deep dive interviews with the motorcycle industry insiders and racers that make the sport move. I'm host Dale Spangler, and this week my guest is Mark Cody, Administrative Director for the Veteran Motocross Foundation. This episode is brought to you by Moto America. See the fastest racing on two wheels. It's Moto America Superbike Speed Fest at Monterey, July 7th through the 9th, with five racing classes, including Superbikes, Supersport, Twins Cup, King of the Baggers, and Super Hooligan National Championship. It's fun for the entire family with a kid's zone, free carnival games, and available VIP packages for the ultimate fan experience. It's Moto America Superbike Speed Fest at Monterey, July 7th through the 9th. Reserve your tickets and camping spot today at MotoAmerica.com. Let's get started. Mark Cody, thank you so much for your time and willingness today to come on and tell us about Veteran Motocross Foundation. So how are you today and what are you up to? Hanging in there, Dale. Thanks for having us on the show today. Just prepping for Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Are you going to be, is somebody from your organization going to be at the uh, Redbud this weekend? We will have a full setup at Redbud. We have several members racing at Amateur Day. Of course, we'll be set up in the pits looking for new recruits. Well, I'm always looking for a great new story to tell. And when I came across Veteran Motocross Foundation, I just knew it was something I'm like, I got to share this story. So tell us about this program, Veteran Motocross Foundation, and how this thing came about. Okay, well, long story short, Veteran Motocross Foundation was founded by Cody and Dustin Blankenship, two brothers that served in the military. They started it out of Lake Sugar Tree. In the beginning, I really believe it was more of a community-based program, something that they wanted to do to serve their community and help the veteran community. However, the word kind of spread and people popped up in Michigan, the Pacific Northwest, California, the Midwest. Six years later, we have 928 members nationwide. Wow. Had no idea that you had that many members already because that was the more I researched VMF, I was kind of like, wow, they're they're all over the place. And so, like you said, Lake Sugar Tree, I mean, that's a former national track, you know, where the, I think the uh, the Baileys used to own it. I don't know if they still do, but yeah, pretty neat. So like you're based on Southern California, right? I'm in Southern California. I actually found Vetamex via an auction they were having. I'm an avid jersey collector. I probably have over 50 jerseys in my collection, framed, signed, hanging in my office. I'm one of the older guys in the crowd. So, I mean, I got jerseys dating back to Jeff Ward, Ricky Johnson, all the way to the new guys with Shimoda, Barsha, AC. But they were auctioning off an autographed Ricky Carmichael jersey. And it's one I didn't have in my collection. So I knew I had to bid on it. Um, owning my own business, I always like to support the veteran community, being a veteran myself. And if I'm going to spend my money somewhere, I want to spend it with other veteran communities. So I won this Ricky Carmichael jersey and they sent me a membership card and said, we're going to give you a one-year membership. I'm like, well, you guys are in Virginia. I'm in California. How are we going to make this work? <laughs> and they, they basically came out and said, this is a, a community. Every member basically has the right to grow it in a professional manner within their own area. So when I started in California, I was the only guy here. Um, invested in a canopy and started hitting all the Southern California local tracks. And next, you know what? I think we're about the 150, 160 mark in Southern California now. 
Wow. Of course, we're in the Mecca. We're in the Mecca for moto, but we're also in the Mecca of military. I mean, from San Diego to Central California. I mean, state of California has lots of military in it. So you started as a member, and then now, you know, fast forward to, to now, and here you are. You're the administrative director. So, I mean, I feel like I just think it's so cool how it sort of grows from the inside out in a grassroots sort of manner. Very grassroots and very, you know, it's it's as much as you want to take on. I'm semi-retired. I'm one of the older guys in the group. Matter of fact, some of the members' kids call me grandpa, which is pretty cool. But I use it as a mentorship. You know, I've been self-employed for pretty much my whole life since I got out of the military. And some of the small business aspects that I could bring or grow or recruit and be there for our brothers and sisters when they need it. Absolutely. It turns into a really big, you know, big thing for, hey, where are we riding Saturday? Hey, I've got Wednesday off, right? A lot of these military guys get really odd days off if they're active duty because we do allow active duty members to be part of the group. So it's kind of cool that maybe a midweek day off wouldn't lead to a day of riding. But now you've got this community that all you got to do is go on one of our private Facebook groups and we've got them set up based on region and a nationwide hey, I'm off on Wednesday, thought about going riding. Anybody want to join me? And typically, you always find somebody that wants to go ride. So you're not riding alone. But then sometimes you just end up the track, spin a few laps and literally talking. Like you just need to let some stuff out. And who else will understand what people are going through except another vet who's probably going through the same thing himself? Yeah, I, I love that aspect because it's, it's that camaraderie, like you're saying, and it's people that are going to 100% relate to you whether it's the motocross aspect or the military aspect. And so you kind of, it's twofold in some ways, but I wanted to kind of touch on, there's something that I read on the, on the website about veterans motocross foundation, where it says the veteran motocross foundation empowers veterans struggling with the mental and physical scars of service to leverage the benefits of motocross. I feel like I get it right away just because of the, you know, the rush you get from riding a dirt bike, I can imagine that's something that, you know, a military veteran probably felt similarly. But yeah, could you explain that a little bit more? Most people that serve in the military are some type of adrenaline junkies, are combat vets. You know, you never know what's coming at you in combat. And it's kind of the same thing when you're on a motocross track, right? And you have to adapt. And your main focus is on that. So when you get on a dirt bike, if you're just having a bad day, all that goes away. If you're hurting from an injury, that pain goes away because you're so focused on making around the track for that lap. I couldn't agree more as far as, I mean, in some ways to me, motocross is like an ideal therapy just because of that, that exact feeling. Like to me, there's nothing better personally than being in that flow state on a motorcycle where you just feel like everything goes away and you're just focused on that, you know, riding that motorcycle and flowing the best you can. And I feel like every time I'm done riding, you know, my mental state is, you know, I'm just like a new person, you know, like when I get down, that's what I, I go for a couple hour ride and I feel so much better. And I noticed you guys even call it throttle therapy, which is the same thing I use, you know, cause I feel like it's just, it's just such a good thing to get out there and, and clear the mind and, and make yourself feel better. My wife knows, and it, it's kind of funny cause I've been doing it long enough now. It's like, you know what, you're kind of getting crabby. I, maybe you should load your bike up and go spin some laps. <laughs> like she knows where that threshold is. And it's great to have family that supports us. You know, I've come across some really good friends that mean the world to me. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're chasing that sort of, you know, that adrenaline, whatever, dopamine rush that, you know, comes from doing risky things, you know, whether it's jumping out of a plane or whatever. But I just feel like that's got to be something to where when, you know, one of these vets is feeling maybe down a little bit, taking them to the motocross track. 
I mean, that probably just changes their outlook completely. Yeah, and the and the one thing that we really try to to promote, and I know here in Southern California, we'll be on our fourth year, but I try to hold a big Veterans Day writing clinic, no cost to the veteran, anywhere you know from beginner to you know an A rider out there just tearing it up. And again, it's more about the camaraderie. We just happen to be riding bikes at the time. Like I said, sometimes we don't even ride it. You end up getting the track and they just want to talk. They need that that friendship, that camaraderie, like you said. And then you know you've done something right. I always said in the beginning when I started this, if I helped one vet, it was the start of helping to change the stigma with 22 a day. What I didn't realize by helping one vet, I was helping two because it helped me. And that just keeps driving me to do one to two to 10 to 20. You know, one day I'd love to see this with 5,000 members, but it just takes time to grow. And uh, the 900 range is a pretty good group for five years. And one of the things you kind of touched on it there, that number 22, and I, is that actually per hour or something? I can't remember the that, stat exactly. That's the Veteran Administration's number that we lose 22 veterans per day to veteran suicide. Again, if we can help one guy, two guys, three guys, five guys, and get that number down, we just want to know that they have an outlet. First and foremost, we're a community. We want to be there for our brothers and sisters in the good times and the bad. Yeah, I mean, even just to let them know that there's someone there for them, I mean, that's probably a huge aspect of it too, I'd imagine. And we're all in different stages of our life, you know. Some of these guys have just recently got out. Some of these guys are still in thinking the grass is greener and maybe I need to get out. There's some guys, you know, they're just starting their family. And, you know, how do I manage riding with my buddies but still keeping the family time alive? You know, just all the basic life skills. And they all kind of come together. And as a group, we can help each other through it. I also saw where there was a line that said each member is encouraged to become a future coach or champion. So it's kind of like a way for, I mean, that really in some ways explains how this has gotten to that 900 members is, you know, each person kind of pays it forward. And I assume like that's how you sort of ended up in this administrative position where you just kind of kept taking more and more of a role, I guess. Well, you just keep adding on, you know, doing the first clinic. We had 13 members at Lake Elsinore Motocross Track in July, and it was 113 degrees out. (laughs) And we had Donnie Hansen as our coach for five hours. That was a rush in itself. So you do 13 guys and you're like, man, I'd love to see 20. How do we get to 20? And every time we go to the track, members always try to set up a canopy. And of course, in the motocross industry, there's a lot of confusion between vet as in being, is it military or is it the old timers? That's why we have a very distinguished camouflage setup, hoping that they'll get it. But then it's, how do we progress? You know, like I said, my first clinic was 13 guys. My last clinic last July, we had 31 people. It's just so cool to see something like that continue to grow in such a natural way. And the organization does quite a bit of field events too. And so talk about that. Like, did it start in Supercross? Because I know I I noticed it's at the Outdoor Nationals, but I think it's also Supercross as well. And you call it like Moto Hero, where do you honor like a military member at these different events? Well, the Moto Hero Award is something that Pro Motocross gives out in each and every round. That's something that's really close to Tim Cotter's heart. This is our third year setting up at Outdoor Pro Motocross. And we use it as a recruiting tool and it's a a way for members to donate some time, but they also see part of the industry that say the average person that's just going to the outdoor race doesn't get a C. You know, they get access on Friday. They're seeing the teams. They've got credentials. We're very thankful to have Ted Parks from TPJ 
that hauls our equipment from round to round. So really without him, our setups wouldn't be possible. Luckily, we have members all across the United States, and we can typically put four to six members at every round in outdoors, supercross. Last year, we even did Red Bull straight rhythm. And, you know, we're looking to see how we can get into X Games this year up in Ventura County. That's amazing. What are some other uh, field events you got coming up this summer, though? I think I saw something about a veteran motocross championship, if that's if I'm not mistaken, we, in Kansas. We have a championship every year. This will be the third annual. Um, it's held at Bar to Bar MX. Bruce and Amy Richardson opened up that track for us starting the Monday before the event. And we get a couple days of practice so everybody can learn the track. And then we do a three-moto format AMA championship. And we get members from all over the United States. Uh, Bar to Bar was picked because it's probably the most central track from the people coming from the West Coast to, say, people coming from the East Coast. So it's a full AMA championship, you said? Like, to actually hand out those AMA number one plates? Full AMA plates, big championship rings for first, second, and third. We have a couple non-AMA classes that it's more for the brotherhood. We have a branch battle and it literally puts all six branches of the service battling against each other in one moto. The start can be kind of hectic. I think last year we had 42 or 43 guys on the gate and then they they scored the first three out of uh, each branch of service and total it up for who gets the win. Army's been the winner the last two years. I think Army will be challenged this year with Air Force and maybe the Marine Corps with some new people coming out, but it's it's fun. Yeah, I love how it just adds that little bit of friendly competition in there because everybody, you know, like everybody, as soon as they get on the track, it's going to be, you got to beat your buddy or whatever. And so adding that aspect in of the different, you know, Air Force versus Army, I mean, that just adds even more. Kind of reminds me of like how they do the East-West shootout in, in Supercross, you know? And even better everybody has a branch vest on. So you know the guy you're chasing, what branch he's in. <laughs> I mean, you got a couple more turns and you see I'm Army and I see a guy from the Air Force or Marine Corps, he might get stuffed. <laughs> like a T-bone. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we'll go drink a beer and talk some smack on it. But yeah, it's it's all about getting everybody together. Bruce and Amy do a great job. Last year, all the dinner meals and most of the lunches were catered in for us. Every morning, we stand at the flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance as uh, some old World War II bombers fly by. Just a great event. You said this will be the third year then? This that? will be the, th the third year. It's September 22nd through the 24th are the race days. However, the track will be opening up September 18th for anybody that wants to come camp and hang out. I know most of the guys from Southern California will be leaving on probably on a Saturday to get there Sunday night. Monday and you know we'll be there the whole week how many do you think you'll get to show up at that like the last couple of years has it been just progressively growing as more people find out about it it grows and I think as people see what a great time it was you know it's like oh wait I can't miss it and then there's certain people like I've been both years I'm not missing it again and it comes back to the camaraderie part of it you're there with all your brothers and sisters and it just goes 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 there's racing I mean we've got some guys that enter as many as four to five classes because our championship is actually run in conjunction with the Kansas state championship. So there's civilian classes too. So if they don't find one in the military, you know, a lot of the big racers jump over into the, uh, to the civilian side and see if they can get a number one plate over there. We'll get back to the conversation in one moment 
But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. Well, another thing I noticed, um, in addition to that, that motocross championship there is that you joined forces with the speed and sport, like dual sport adventures. And I thought that was cool because, you know, it opens up, I guess, a little bit more opportunities for people to go out and enjoy motorcycling and its benefits. Cause you know, not everyone can obviously ride motocross. It's a little more intensive to learn and pick up, but dual sport just so much more user-friendly where you're, you know, out going on gravel roads and pavement. So is that something that the organization is going to kind of try and branch off into a little more? I think one of the things that I've always said this veteran motocross foundation sometimes is deceiving one in the veteran aspect, but two with motocross, mm-hmm. we have members that literally ride every discipline. We've got guys that race Baja. We've got guys that race moto. We have guys that don't even want to race. It's about just going out and having a good time. There's guys that do GNCC. One of the things Tim Cotter did with GNCC is he actually started a class called the Warrior Class. And that is for veterans to have their own class. We do it here at some of the local tracks. They do it a lot on the East Coast. But it's just to have that brotherhood of everybody on the line together. But literally, we have members doing everything. There's some hard enduro guys out there. There's desert guys. So sometimes it it does get kind of crazy when you go, oh, but you guys are motocross. No, we're pretty much every discipline that's out there. And if we don't, here's your opportunity that you can go find other vets in that discipline and add it to the list of things that we do. That's great. Well, I can tell from just, you know, all the passion in your voice when you're talking about this, that it's that's definitely a passion project for you. But as you mentioned, you have your own business that you've been running, I think, for 24 years called Veteran Field Management. You know, obviously running a business by itself is a lot of work. And then adding this on to, to your workload. And But I would imagine it's just more about the, the return on the investment for you is probably just got to be just a feel good, you know, really a feel good project for you. Well, my business after 24 years, I've got great people that work for me. So it allows me to step away and do some of this stuff for VetMX. This year has been super, super busy. We've We've hit a lot of things on the road. We were at Military Appreciation Night for Supercross in Tampa with our sidecar for veterans that can't ride. Oh, um, I saw that. I love that thing, right? So it's like a KX with the sidecar on it or something? Yeah, that's one of our other directors, um, Todd Ford from Custom Upfits, who builds all the Rad Moto vans. Literally a Pro Circuit KX250 SR. And he went to Redbud last year. And the last two years at Redbud, Venomex did a parade lap before the races started. And he was so moved by this parade lap. I mean, he came from Sacramento, California to Redbud to take one lap, wheels on the ground, and was totally moved. He goes, now we have to get a veteran that can't ride around to experience that same thing. 
So his guys in his shop build a sidecar in the side of that KX250. I was the test dummy on it before we put anybody in it. And we took a few laps around Glen Helen in it. It was in our booth at Anaheim 2. Ted was from TPJ was super excited about it. And next you know, it, we're hauling the thing to Tampa to be part of the opening ceremonies for military Absolutely. appreciation. Night. That is like the coolest thing. I mean, I bet the crowd went nuts with that thing. Even crazier, we needed a vet to put in the sidecar. So we made a little video and posted it. And we had a wife reach out to us of a veteran who lost both of his legs from Texas and said he grew up in California riding bikes. And it's been a dream to get back on a bike, you know, logistically hasn't figured it out yet. So we flew him and his wife out to Tampa. We had dinner Friday night and he was like, I don't want to be disrespectful. I love this idea, but I would really like to try to ride that bike. And Todd and I looked at each other and went, let's do it. Didn't I even see where like uh, Mitch Payton rode that thing a little bit too? Mitch's team at Pro Circuit has been super helpful with us dialing in the suspension on it. I mean, it's a KX250, but it's got a stock KX450 shock in it. It's just getting the balancing right. You know, we didn't want to tip over. Um, granted, bring it out for opening ceremonies. You're not going to do anything crazy. But, you know, we've we've taken it on the, the REM track at Glen Helen. Swap Moto took it on the vet track at Paris. That's who it was I saw. It was Swap. Yep. It under, yeah. It's an it's, attention grabber. It sounds like it's really cool. It's <laughs> such a rush because when you're sitting down, right? So your eye contact is, you know, about seat level. The pipe's right there and, you know, one side of your ear. I mean, to get the thing going because it's a 250, I mean, you got to jump on it. And all you hear is that that KX just throttling out. It's like, oh, I hope we make this turn. <laughs> and But we've had fun with it. And we found, you know, even when it was set up at Military Appreciation Night, we had families walk through the pits that, you know, sons had a disability. And they're like, hey, can we put him in it? Any way to get him a ride in it? So, I mean, just besides the veteran community, there's so many other aspects where it could be used to help people you know, experience throttle therapy. Absolutely. I mean, you definitely obviously made that Veterans Day, you know, in, in Tampa. So, I mean, geez, that's, I don't think I could get much better than that, you know, being able to be a part of that, the whole process of the opening ceremonies and all that. Um, what else is on the agenda, though? Like anything in the immediate future coming up? I think you mentioned, you know, Redbud coming up, but any other fun projects on the horizon? Right now, we're really focused, again, um, you know, we have the, the sweepstakes running for Speed and Sport Adventure is donated a spot for us to sweepstakes away to try to raise some money for our championship. And then really our focus right now is the championship. It, it's it's something that we're trying to grow bigger and better every year. I think 70 veterans showed up last year from 38 the first year. And last year we had almost 200 entries in different classes from those those people. So we're just trying to make it a bigger, better event. Um, it, again, it's our one big event for the year to try to get everybody together. And then everybody kind of breaks off into regions and it becomes more of a regional program as, you know, it's hard to do things in Texas when I'm in California. But, you know, we all stay in contact via we got private Facebook group for everybody nationwide. And then every region has one set up. So, I mean, you can just talk with your local buddies or you want to see what's going on across the U.S. You can post it on the nationwide group. 
Well, it seems like it's just an absolutely great organization that continues to grow. Just hearing like where it's at now from where it started. I mean, it's obviously being embraced and just a great cause to get behind. So how does, if someone's out there interested in joining the organization, how do they go about joining? And are there some, uh, are there any particular stipulations? Well, the easiest way to join would be to go to veteranmx.com. There is a join now button. It prompts you through GovX, which verifies your military service. It's open to all veterans with an honorable discharge and active duty service members nationwide. So they don't even have to be, you know, like retired yet or out of the military and they can still join. I would say 30% of the Southern California members are active duty military. But that's because we've got San Diego Naval. You've got the Marine Corps in Oceanside. You've got Army at Fort Irwin. You come up the coast, you got more Navy at Port Wyneme. You got an Air Force Base up there. Uh, a lot of military here in California. So it does draw a lot of uh, active duty members. Well, Mark, just really appreciate you coming on today and sharing some of the story of, you know, the Veteran Motocross Foundation and all the good work you guys are doing and, you know, how people can get involved and be a part of it. Uh, any last words, though, you'd like to share with our audience before uh, we wrap up this episode? Well, if you're active duty or a veteran and want to check us out, like I said, go to veteranmx.com or you can find me on Instagram at vetmx132 and send me a message. I can answer any questions that anybody might have and uh, come out and join us for some throttle therapy. Or come up and look for your booth right at the, uh, the Outdoor National Center too. We'll be at all the remaining outdoor events. It's still up for grabs if we're, we'll be at the three playoff rounds. But if not there, like I said, I'm trying to get us over at X Games now that's back in California and definitely we'll be uh, back at Supercross next year. Well, keep up the great work, Mark. And uh, again, appreciate your time today and uh, thanks so much. Thanks for having us. If you enjoyed this episode, Follow Pit Pass Moto on your favorite podcast listening app so you never miss an episode. And if you have a moment, please rate or review our show. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media or visit pitpassmotorsports.com where you can listen to the past episodes and check out the new Pit Pass Motorsports blog powered by Podium Life, featuring articles and industry news focused exclusively on two-wheel and four-wheel motorsports. Head to pitpassmotorsports.com to check it out. I'm Dale Spangler. I hope you'll join us next week for another episode of Pit Pass Moto. Thanks for listening. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.